the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here on this Monday afternoon discussing the Penn State Nittany Lions 41-13 win over the Northwestern Wildcats. Disclaimer, how much of this game I got to see, if you ask me? Zero. Um, I was up in New York. Uh, my buddies did not bet on the game, so I could not win the battle of, hey, let's put on the Penn State game. So I only got to follow it on my phone. But I was able to at least uh, you know, have enough football knowledge to really see what was going on um, and see that Penn State's offense was pathetic in the first half, to say the least. They, the, um, the way that they moved the ball, uh, and it started off right away with the fumble on the kick return. I thought that was terrible. But the way they were able, or lack thereof, trying to move the football with Drew Aller um, in the passing game was terrible. Um, It was just, you know, I didn't understand really why they were trying to drop back and throw it so much. They weren't trying to run the ball. They weren't trying to set up the run. It seemed like they were just trying to showcase Draller. Why are we, you know, why are we doing this? Why are we complicating this so much? I mean, I get it. Northwestern is an inferior opponent. But let's do what's been working for us all season to this point. Against UD, they set up the run um, or they set up the pass by going through the run. Against West Virginia, they were running the ball effectively to set up the pass. Now, there were times where obviously Drew Aller has to make these plays. But I just didn't see it there um, out of Aller. I thought that it was a it was really a rough go at it. Um, and I thought that you were lucky. Um to be tied at 10 because Northwestern's offense really stinks. Uh, and I thought that that was a very, very big, um, you know, the, the way Northwestern was playing, it helped so much for in Penn State's favor. But in the second half, they got it going. They finally woke up. Um, they got things moving. They were working the ball down the field effectively. You know, again, on the road, Penn State is really struggling. I said this in the preview. We want to see a better Penn State team. Overall, I thought it was a better game than Illinois. Even though they started out playing like crap, this was a much better game, um, you know, and they really looked, uh, I thought, a lot better um, in terms of, you know, being able to come out and the offense and Aller able to get things going than what they did against Illinois. Um, you know, the turnovers weren't there. I mean, they didn't get, was it five turnovers, four or five turnovers against Illinois? They only got, you know, the one, the Quan Hardy with the pick, um, which was awesome, by the way. But they weren't able to get, you know, as many turnovers. They got after Northwestern a lot. They racked up seven sacks, which is just insane. Um, it was a great, Great game out of Zane Durant. I thought he really had one of his 
best games, um, probably his best game, as a matter of fact, as a Penn State Nittany Lion. But I'm just, you know, it's really, it's a head-scratcher. And it seems like offensively, Aller's only target is Keandre Lambert-Smith. No one else is showing for him. No one else is able to, you know, either A, get open, or B, he's just not able to make, you know, some throws at times on the, on the road. I mean, at home, he's able to just zing it. You know, I have no idea what it is, but he's got to be a much more polished quarterback on the road. Because let me tell you what, this kid has everything. He just needs to be a better road quarterback. Penn State was very lucky they didn't drop in the rankings because they had such a strong second half, because they covered, because they were able to beat the snot out of Northwestern when it was all said and done. Um, so, you know, they actually could have moved up had Auburn beaten Georgia, which was a shame that they didn't because uh, it would have been really, really great uh, to see Penn State then move up to like four or five, um, probably five, but... You know, it was really huge um, from that aspect. But, you know, you got to buy some much-needed time off, I think. Um, you know, but, of course, things are going to get even hectic after the bye week. I mean, I know you got, you know, UMass, which is um, which is a game, you know, I don't think that there should be much, uh, you know, nervousness about. But, you know, it, you know, you focused on going 1-0. Um, but, you know, your next road test is the big one. Ohio State. Um, so the way Penn State's come out these last two games on the road, that's not going to fly against the Buckeyes. We all know that. Uh, so Penn State needs to really be ready. But, um, you know, like I said, I was unable to watch most of the games. So this is really all I have from what I was able to see as I was tracking it on my phone. So unfortunately, I wish I could come in with a little more insight. But... This is about all I have for you. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in to the 610 podcast. Um, I will, you know, be back on for Penn State, not this upcoming Friday, or Thursday, excuse me, because we have a bye. It'll be next, uh, the following Thursday. Um, but we've got some, you know, really good uh, games this upcoming weekend on college football. And, you know, real quick, just a hint at some of the, the games I was able to see, uh, you know, that Georgia-Auburn um, game really was, you know, would have been something to see Georgia uh, get upset there, like I said, to just to benefit Penn State. Um, thought USC, I think USC has a real kink in their armor. Um, you know, I don't think that is really, you know, uh, the top team in the Pac-12. I think that, I, I honest and truly think that goes... Um, to Washington. I mean, USC now ranked ninth in the country. Uh, they struggled against Colorado. Colorado, man, boy, did they have a fall from grace. Man, they, they were frauds. Uh, I didn't really get, come on here and talk about that much, but Colorado, it was just a matter of time before they got exposed. Um, LSU also got exposed. Um, you know, Brian Kelly has is and always will be a fraud. Um, and there he is proving it once again at LSU. Um, but this upcoming weekend got some great college football kicking it off with Oklahoma and, and Texas, LSU and Missouri got some top 25 matchups right there between those two teams right off the bat. Then you got UK and Georgia going at it. Another top 25 game. Kentucky is, and they're going to get exposed this weekend. Believe you me, Kentucky's going to get exposed. They shouldn't be 20th. 
Notre Dame takes on Louisville. That's a top 25 game as well. Um, and then, you know, uh, I think that's it for the big, big top 25 games. But some really solid college football coming up this weekend. Should be fun. Should be a really, really exciting uh, weekend. And, um, you know, obviously I won't be back here to recap it, but I will be back on perhaps next uh, Thursday to talk a little bit about uh, about maybe the rankings and whatnot. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Um, like I said, I'll be back on not this upcoming Thursday, but the following Thursday to talk about Penn State's upcoming matchup against UMass. Enjoy the bye week, everyone. Um, enjoy the college football. And uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, I will talk to you next time.